G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. I feared that I'll never be successful. I've ruined my life. I won't be able to finish my studies. You know, I just won't have a future. They were all false realities, you know, fear. If you are experiencing emotional distress or needing additional support during an unexpected or challenging pregnancy, where would you seek help? Today's guest is Lara Malin Winyard, President of Pregnancy Help Australia, to discuss the services they provide, the goals they have, and how you may be able to get involved. That's Lara Malin Winyard, our guest today, with my wife Kate and myself, Brett Ryan, for Focus on the Family Australia. Well, welcome to the program, Lara. Hi, Brett. Hi, Kate. It's a real joy to be here. Thank you for the opportunity to share about this ministry. Well, before we get into the ministry, tell us a little bit about your background. Okay. Um, so, it's I don't know really where to start with that, but the biggest thing about me is that I just, I love the Lord and I am amazed at how when I've made a mess of my life, the Lord has turned up and done marvels. So, I just am so grateful for the marvels that the Lord has done in my life and Therefore, the peace that I know that I have, being a wife and a mother, even in my imperfections, I have this peace knowing that there's a bigger plan beyond me and there's a God who loves me and is working for good with me. And to that end, everything that I do in life is about creating these spaces where this love that I have experienced myself in my own life can also be expressed given that relational space can be created so that others can experience this tangible hope this tangible love in their life that's wonderful just wondering with that you know of course god's grace and you know is poured out on us and then we want to pour it out on others what kind of preparation did you have to go through you know what training might you have done even in a different area but is kind of leading you to this? Yeah, it was a real natural flow in my life. And I think everyone has their own history. You know, you just don't know how you ended up somewhere. Sometimes when you look back at your history, you might have started studying something else and now you're doing something completely different. Um, But my background, my journey was really that I was studying education. So I have a background in education and have specialised in early childhood. Um, And then I was working and I was involved uh, with my church and out of the blue, I was asked whether I would be interested in coordinating running a centre that was operating in Perth. When you say centre, what was that centre? Um, It was Pregnancy Assistance, which was a pregnancy help centre in Mm -hmm. Perth, and they'd been going for a number of about 15 years. 
And so I went to visit this centre and I absolutely fell in love because I found that the Lord had done a journey with my history that had prepared me for this beautiful, simple light of love that is in the community. You mentioned your history. Are you happy to share a little bit about your history? Yeah, so um, as I mentioned in the introductions, you know, I've had this amazing encounter in my life when the world looked like it was spinning out of control and it really looked like there was just a dead end in front of me, like I'd made a huge mess of my life. And the Lord did an amazing work because it was an unplanned pregnancy that I was facing and I was 21 at the time and I didn't know like I didn't have a pregnancy help centre to call on. I didn't know that they existed. I obviously hadn't finished my studies and my family were all in shock and it was scary to tell them. I felt really ashamed and I just thought, I've just made a complete mess of my life and none of my friends had babies. So it was all a big shock to them. Anyone I told, it was almost like, well, they didn't know what to say. Mm. And so it was a very lonely experience um but there was my nonna in my family and we had an interesting relationship because she could only speak broken english but we understood each other really well and yeah i was just so upset i was not knowing what to do and she just came into my room and in her way just told me that you know, everything's going to be okay. You know, mm-hmm. you can do this. And, you know, by the grace of God, I, I did have the courage to go forward and I did have, you know, family support. Of course, it wasn't easy. Everyone was trying to deal with it and process it. And because it's a journey, um, the joy of, of this newborn baby doesn't quite hit until baby arrives. Mm. So it was a hard journey, but... I, you know, I got through and through that, you know, I really met the Lord as well through that whole journey, just the providence and the fact that what I was fearing, I feared that I'll never be successful. I've ruined my life. I won't be able to finish my studies. You know, I just won't have a future. They were all just false, false realities, you know, fear, Mm. false evidence appearing real because in the end, you know, I was able to accomplish so much of my dreams whilst also having this beautiful baby boy. Um, And so, yeah, that's where I had no idea at the time that that history that was so, so much a big part of me would then do a full circle and God would use it when he, you know, had someone tap me on the shoulder and bring me into a pregnancy centre. And, of course, you don't have to have had the experience of an unplanned pregnancy to work within Mm -hmm. the field of pregnancy help. But for me, it just gave me that compassion, that ability to genuinely know what it felt like. (laughs) I love the way you said that it was a false reality. You know, the things we tell us ourselves in the middle of crisis tend to be inaccurate. Um, we can catastrophize situations. And the truth, God's truth, is that he uses all things for our good. 
and his. Absolutely. And that is the biggest thing, that nothing is impossible to oh, God. Oh, wasted. Yeah, and, and you know, he his plans for your future are plans of hope, plans of good, not mm. destruction. I love the fact that when we think what we've done is a disaster, you know, our choices have resulted in something that we think is non-recoverable. He just says, this is a path I can use. Yeah, it's an um, opportunity. It, it's and, an opportunity, and yeah. I think that has a lot to do with us being prepared to humble ourselves too. Well, this is the beauty of the Pregnancy Help Centres. You know, you can go and visit different websites. All the centres are unique according to their local community needs. But at the heart of each one is the fact that they provide a space because, like you said, Kate, it's so easy when you're faced with a challenge, a crisis. It doesn't have to be an unplanned pregnancy. It could just be that, look, you're facing losing your income or maybe you don't know how you're going to keep affording the rent. There's all kinds of challenges going on in this climate. But when you come to a centre, you have the opportunity to sit in a safe, confidential, non-judgmental environment where you can just simply let it all out, all of your hypothetical what-ifs. And it's in that moment where all of these uh, negatives often, you know, because you are in crisis, so it's often the the negative ones that are coming over you, but to sit in that space and also have someone who's helping you explore all the hypotheticals and that's what's missing sometimes when we have a crisis we panic we just run we need to just get rid of this problem and instead of taking that time which we all have time if we have a community like these pregnancy help centers we have that grace of time to really have that dignified experience i love that you said that everybody's welcome everybody whether they have a faith or they don't have a faith and it's a non-judgmental environment just filled with love exactly and that's the thing so people when they do come they will be told and probably already know that this center is based on christian values it is a christian center however they are there to serve everyone and they are not there to proselytize but they are there to simply welcome and be that space of love and you know some people have never had that opportunity to even have that space of hospitality where someone's going to see them for free without a cap on the time and offer them a cup of tea let them relax so who will they come across if they come to a center you said there's just people there sitting ready to talk but who's there in terms of qualified people what are they to expect when they walk through a door When they walk through the door, basically all of the centres are really well ordered. Now, order and consistency are key, so it's calm. Every time, if a person comes to the centre the first time, if they come again the next couple of weeks, they'll see it's the same. They know what to expect. And every centre has a team, so they may have allocated on that particular day, depending on the stats that they usually get, one or two staff who are in the position of pregnancy consultant, which is your first point of contact. It's, um, you know, this is not going in there with a heavy duty counselling appointment. Um, You're going in 
in there just to have a sit down, just to have a chat and just to have that opportunity to share your situation right now and then be given that space to explore pathways forward for you that are right for you and it sounds very simple but basically there's a quote that I I came across a few weeks back um, and it says being heard is so close to being loved that for the average person they are almost indistinguishable Mm, and that quotes by David Augsburger and so when you ask about the staff that will be opening that door welcoming them They are generally volunteers who come from many professional backgrounds. Maybe they will have a professional background in counselling or maybe they've got an education or nursing background. Um, Maybe they've just been, you know, mothering for a number of years, you know, um, and they've got great skills and talents, but all of them have on top of their backgrounds taken part in that centre's training. So there's, you know, an intense training that every volunteer goes through prior to starting their position. And then, of course, there's other volunteers that may never be in the role where they're actually consulting or counselling clients. They may be helping out with the practical side of things, um, putting baby bundles together or food hampers putting gifts together for a baby shower or pamper packs and congratulation packs for mums, um, things like that. It sounds wonderful. It does. And, and our guest today is Lara malin Winyard, President of Pregnancy Help Australia. The Word for Today is Australia's most widely read daily devotional, designed to give you practical teaching to keep you focused on your relationship with Jesus. Read it online or subscribe to the free printed edition at thewordfortoday.com.au. Our guest today is Lara Malin Winyard, President of Pregnancy Help Australia. Pregnancy Help Australia have offices all throughout Australia, and you've already alluded to some of the things that you do, but what other services does Pregnancy Help Australia do, and what is it? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, just to go back briefly, when you think about Pregnancy Help Australia, as you said, we have offices all over Australia, but the way I'd like the listeners to view that is that there are independent centres located throughout Australia and they come together as one like-minded body as Pregnancy Help Australia. But no two centres are identical. They are all unique to their community um, and they are fully independently run. Um, So we as a network come together and we continue to equip each other. We continue to put training resources together and we continue to catch up with the leaders and mentor and coach, maybe have a monthly coffee and catch up because it's such a specialised area. So that's just clarifying that for you in terms of the centres. But in terms of extra services, The main service is definitely to provide a space of free support, whether that's online, whether that's over the phone or whether that's in person. Um, And the key service is really that first response to be available, accessible for anyone who is just not sure what to do and requires someone to really care about them and listen to them and help them to 
feel confident in discerning their next step forward. Um, and of course, you know, there's so many options that run through people's minds when it's a challenging pregnancy. And, you know, abortion is an option that many people may be considering. Um, but we just are so grateful that the women that are in those hard situations and their partners sometimes actually find these centres so that before they make any decisions, they have that ability to do that self-care for themselves so that they can feel emotionally firm in their decision-making going forward, that they have all the information and they also know all of the support that is out there for them um, because that's the biggest issue is we do have many mums and dads coming back to us after they've made a quick decision with an abortion and they are struggling and they wish that they had have taken more time or known had more information, knowing exactly what uh, the procedure was going to be, what everything was going to look mm. like for them and that there had have been other support. So, you know, and, and for those people that come back, the services that all of our centres have, we have abortion recovery groups happening at most centres as well as individual one-on-one -on -one counselling sessions for those who are seeking healing after an abortion. And if there are any listeners out there, I know it's a really tough topic, but if you are struggling, I encourage you to make that call and see what help is available there for you because there definitely is healing. Healing is possible after that experience and there's a way through that and it's it's so important that if you are struggling that you reach out and seek some help for that. That's wonderful because, as you said, many people, both male and female, can feel very alone and there's no one to turn to. And it's wonderful that Pregnancy Help Australia offers that service. Mm -hmm. You've been a director and now you're the president of Pregnancy Help Australia. Can you tell us a little bit of some of the stories that you have experienced in both those roles and how, you know, the good and the not so good in that role? Yeah, I suppose six years on the ground in a pregnancy help centre, you come across absolute miraculous journeys. Um, you know, when someone first comes to a centre, you know, as a client, uh, there's possibly an example that we have maybe a student who's coming in, they're on a visa, they are not eligible for Medicare, they've been locked out of the home, um, their partner has left them, like absolutely just heartbreaking yeah. circumstances. And as a consultant, you know, you're sitting there with that person and you know, you know, look, we can't come up with a solution you know, we can't do anything that's going to just ultimately fix this today. But through being there with that beautiful young woman who's having the opportunity to share her heartbreak and then share what her vision and her dreams were for her future and then be a support going forward that she can rely on that day, that she can know she's not alone and then seeing a woman like that choose to continue with her pregnancy and journeying with her to see how this miraculous provision turns up in her life 
whether it's that, you know, without being eligible for Medicare, of course, the birth can be extremely costly. And that's what the big fear is for many of these women. But, you know, through community, through outreach, through calling out or navigating that with the hospital, the social work department, there are ways through. And to see this woman not only continue with her pregnancy, but be able to continue with her visa requirements, mm. to be able to continue with her study and to also be provided accommodation when she has no income coming in. You know, these are miraculous feats that happen when people are equipped with the knowledge that they're not alone and they can say yes to the plan that is presented to them, the opportunity, yeah. as you said, Kate. Um, and it seems impossible, but this is the thing. We stand on this fact that, look, if we go forward, nothing is impossible. And that's about the courage to step forward and not know what the end is going to look like or what next week is going to look like. But, hey, let's just look at today. And we find as we walk with just the today, amazing provisions, amazing miracles come up and it's such an, a huge joy to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, we've also had stories where another young mum has told her parents, but the parents are in shock and the father, for instance, just doesn't want to talk to her and is not going to talk to her if she keeps this baby, things like that. Mm. Um now, I'm not trying to put a bad image about mothers and fathers here. This is a reality. When a family is going through a crisis and a shock, things can be said, serious mm. things that can impact people, but things out of fear and shame can be said and done. Now, there's so many times where we have said to these young clients, we're here for you, we'll support you, we'll be that maternal or that paternal relation in your life. Come here if you need to talk to someone while you're going through this. If you've decided to keep your baby and this is what you want to do, we're here for you. And then by the end of their journey, you know, whether we've ended up giving them a baby shower and being that familial support mm. through the journey, multiple times when that baby is born, there is a turnaround where the grandfather or the partner all of a sudden is involved and it changes. But it's just that they needed time to process as well. It's not always like that, but that happens a lot. And that's the patience we all have to have for our family members when a crisis is on. You know, everyone needs their own support and they can't give it to each other at that time. Um, hence why the Pregnancy Help Centre is so important as that extra arm of support. So that's another one. But then, of course, on the sad side, we have women who come to us and they really have all those same pressures that I've talked about. So the finances, the unstable relationship the age or, or whatever it is. Sometimes, you know, they're in their 30s, they're closer to 40. It really isn't always young women, multiple situations here. Um, and they, they've spoken to us, they've told us their heart's desire, how their heart's desire is to continue with this pregnancy despite the circumstances. But then, of course, maybe a week later, we'll catch up with them and speak with them and and they've gone and had an abortion. And what tends to happen is that 
upon leaving the centre, depending on the support group that's around them and what words may be said to them, whether there's a level of coercion or they just simply feel alone and they feel like, wow, their friends and family are definitely more towards, hey, you're making a mess of your life, you know, the best thing you can do is have an abortion right now. That can be very powerful. They're some of the saddest ones Yeah, that we then, you know, we spend time with that client and it's sad because every pregnancy is an important event in a woman's life. There's not many times a woman is pregnant in her life and that's why regardless of the circumstances or regardless of what decision that woman makes going forward, she had a place that actually valued that important moment. It's an important moment and it can never be forgotten whether you've known you're pregnant and you're only four weeks, maybe you're only six weeks, maybe you're only two months. That's just such a rare moment in your life and that's what we care about. We care about just recognizing and giving dignity and value to that woman as she experiences that rare moment so there's so many stories and look if you looked at our annual report or even if you ring one of the centers you know you'll see there's different stories from the client some of them are also just to do maybe they were completely sure about continuing their pregnancy but of course they've just had other challenges arise maybe due to covid and they just have received the provision and the emotional support, and that has been life-changing for them. Our guest today was Lara malin Winyard, President of Pregnancy Help Australia. If you'd like to find out more information on how you can get involved or would like to have access to their resources, their website is pregnancyhelpaustralia.org.au. For more pregnancy-related resources, you can go to our website at families.org.au. I hope you'll be able to join with us again for part two of this conversation. On behalf of Kate and myself, Brett Ryan, We would like to invite you to join us again for another episode of Focus on the Family, Australia. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.